Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. I sure did miss you this July, but I pray you had the sweetest time. And you know, as we start off August, I cannot wait to dive into such incredible conversations. I am feeling refreshed and ready to go. This month, you seriously don't want to miss out on any of the conversations with our friends. It's going to be full. So make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss a thing. And if you have a second, I would love if you could leave us a five-star review. It helps us out so much. You are seriously so incredibly loved, and I cannot wait to tell you about today's friend. Okay, today we are chatting with the one and only Ainsley B. This past Tuesday, her first big book launch came out. This past Tuesday, Ainsley released Don't Date a Boo-Boo Dude. And I know what you're thinking, Georgia. What the heck is a boo-boo dude? Oh, don't you worry, friend. Ainsley will answer this question pretty quick into our conversation together because I, too, had no idea what it was. Ainsley is a speaker, an author, a wife, mama, and the podcast host of Wild Confidence, where she loves to help young adults embrace their confidence, date healthy, and discover their true identity in Christ. You know, this past weekend, I actually got to celebrate alongside Ainsley as she had a book launch party here in Nashville. And y'all, to hug her sweet neck and to hear the heart behind this book, it was seriously so powerful. I'm over halfway done through my personal copy of Don't Date a Boo Boo Dude. And seriously, I cannot recommend it enough. And after this conversation, I'm pretty sure you'll know what I mean. Well, all right, without further ado, here is our sister in the Lord, Ainsley. Let's dive right in. Ainsley B, my sister, how are you? (laughs) I'm so good. How are you? Girl, I'm just so good. I love talking to you. And I know like the internet, we get to see each other all the time, but it's just so good to like spend a few quality minutes with you because I truly feel like you're the cool aunt, like the big sister (laughs) that I never had where you're just so cool and so honest and real when you're like, hey, like that stove's hot. Like, don't touch that. Like, put that down. Like, you're just so real. You're the real deal, girl. (laughs) That is my honor. I am, I love to be the big sister aunt roll kind of thing. That's just like, look, I already touched that stove. So you ain't going to want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just trust me on this. Yeah, you want to do that. Yeah, no, she's like, it's hot. I got burned. And so let's just move away from that. And that's what I feel like your your book is all about. You have this new book that just launched into the world and it is called Don't Date a Boo-Boo Dude. Like, how? it's like, don't touch the stuff. Like, don't, just don't even do it. And uh-huh. I heard you say that Boo-Boo Dude is really just a cute way of packaging a really hard thing to talk about. And so mm-hmm. before we go any further, because yeah. you click on this episode, and you're like, what the heck is a boo-boo dude? You pick up your book and you're like, I need to know more because is this mean he's a band-aid? Does this mean he's like a crybaby? Like, what does this mean? And so yeah. sister, what is a boo-boo dude? <laughs> the question, my favorite question to answer. First of all, I'll say that I am from Louisiana, like South Louisiana. I'm pretty sure we're our own just breed breed (laughs) down here. I'm like pretty sure that's true. And I'm also pretty sure that we just made up that phrase in high school because that is like, it was shocking to me that other people didn't know that boo-boo is like a common thing. Like I call things boo-boo all the time. Like not just 
a guy or a relationship, but like if it's an outfit, I'm like, that I don't like, I'm like, yeah, that's boo-boo. Like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but <laughs> that's kind of like, I guess where the inspiration for the title came from is just being from Louisiana and saying the craziest things. But a boo-boo dude specifically can really be a wide range of behaviors um, from not texting back and, you know, leaving a girl on the back burner all the way to toxic or abusive behavior. So think about someone who leads you on, leaves you on red or leaves you wondering where you stand with them um, as a manipulation tactic. And at the core, it's really just a guy who's not treating you how you deserve to be treated, to put it the most simple way. Mm. That's good. I mean, my stars, I can just think of so many stories in my own life. And girl, that book of yours, let me ask, is it just packed with stories? It is. It's (laughs) packed with stories. It's packed with stories. It's packed with lessons, um, reflection questions, uh, how to help a friend, um, identity, worth, the Lord, how he moved through my life and saved me after I um, was after I was broken up with in an abusive relationship, I had Mm. gone through an abusive relationship and kind of how he restored me and my heart and my soul and my hope for relationships Mm. and for the future. Yeah, for real, because no book can have, you know, a cute title and, and a cute cover without, you know, opening those pages and knowing where that all came from, because that that is a big part of your story of identity, finding confidence in him. You have a whole podcast about confidence. It's called yeah. Wild Confidence. Y'all check it out. And so when it comes back to your testimony, was it high school when you woke up to the reality of who Jesus was? For me, I, I really found the fullness, the depths of who he was in college after I feel like my, my boo-boo season was high school. But what about you, sis? Where did that start? <laughs> yeah, no, I was definitely later than that. <laughs> I, oh, wish, I wish I think <laughs> it was even after college. Yeah. That I well, maybe maybe just at the end of college. It was like on my way out, I should uh-huh. say. Um, that's whenever I, I just understood what it meant to have a relationship with him. That is a two-way street, you know, uh, uh, to hear from him on a consistent basis where I don't have to say like, oh, I feel like he's being quiet. I'm like, you know, I finally understood. No, the father, my father never wants me to feel like he's quiet. He's not quiet. I'm just may have had something blocking my, my, or have headphones on where I couldn't hear him. But, um, he, if he longs for connection and strives for relationship with us, he's not going to be quiet. He's not going to hide. He -hmm. always wants to be a part of us and a part of our lives and everything. So anyway, I think it was towards the end of college that I kind of looked to my right and looked to my left and I wasn't really sure, you know, if what I was standing in was worth standing in anymore. Mm -hmm. And I totally left living that way. And it wasn't even like, I I don't even want to say that I was living this crazy life of sin that makes it sound like I was just wiling out, which I definitely had a season of in high school and early college, but later in college, it was just incredibly broken at the hands of a human that I put my worth in. And that is whenever I realized, oh, like humans are incredibly disappointing. Um, They're incredibly flawed and they're not meant to hold worth 
hold self-worth. So that was whenever I finally took my worth back and put it in the, the hands of God. And he has, it was like a 180. I mean, it was a yeah. total transformation. I was a totally different person and have been different ever since. And it is just crazy. I mean, it's just crazy how that happens. I, I grew up in the church. I heard people say that whenever you know the Lord, your life is so different and all this stuff. And I was like, I had, but I know him and I don't feel like it's like crazy different, but that's because I had a head knowledge and not a heart knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's whenever it, the coin flipped for me. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Was it <laughs> for me, girl, just keeping it real. Yeah. In my last relationship that I was in, I wrestled so much with the Lord because I thought it was the enemy. I was like, man, the enemy's just really, this is just really, really tough. Like, my gosh, this must just be spiritual warfare. Like, why is this so hard? And man, I did not end that relationship when the Lord told me to, because I blamed his protection on the enemy's things. Mm. And so this went on probably for a good half a year, like seriously, like six months I wrestled Mm -hmm. and I, I was so unhealthy in my, in my own, like physical, like walk in the flesh, because I was just not eating. I was just so stressed out that my emotional and spiritual things were coming out in the physical. Right. And, oh gosh, when I finally let go and let God and just ended that relationship, it was more like the weight had lifted and I was already through the grieving and it was more like rejoicing because I could see the Lord again. Kind of like what you were saying when you just, you feel like you can't quote unquote hear him when really it's you in in a funk girl. Yeah. I say all this to say like, have you, like, is that where you were? Did you end a relationship? What, what was going on in your own heart? Gosh, I wish I could say I walked away from the unhealthy or toxic relationship. Um, I was broken up with and I was left in the arms of my roommate who it was a miracle. She still wanted to be my friend because Mm. I alienated, isolated. I mean, I was so far from who I was. Um, I'm very people oriented. People are like water to me. They give me being around people gives me energy. Um, one of my friends is such a night owl and she will stay up all night. And I'm telling you, I could, we will stay up for 48 hours if we have the (laughs) chance, because we just drink off of energy, you know, and people are so extroverted. We will go meet strangers all the time and we're like (laughs) become friends. So it was just so crazy whenever I looked up and I realized that I was alone because Mm -hmm. of manipulation tactics that, um, I was put through. So I was broken up with, and I pretty much landed at the feet of Jesus because I had no other people option. Mm. Um, no one else was there as because I pushed them all away, you know, because I was in this relationship that I was being manipulated. I was being abused and I was hurting the people around me because I was defending this relationship that I should have never been in in the first place. Um, but that is where I I kind of found myself at the feet of Jesus. Like, okay, I'm just so desperate. I'm going to need to start over. Yeah. So let's, I kind of, I say that I reintroduced myself to him Mm. and I said, Hey, I'm Ainsley. Let's start over. And he was like, 
Sounds good. Whatever mm-hmm. you need to do, that's what we're going to do. And then from there, it was like, I finally understood who he was in my heart. I finally understood how to communicate with him. I finally understood how to operate in the spiritual giftings that he had gifted me with that I had no idea how to use. I finally understood what it meant to love people like he loves people. Um, my gosh, it was just totally different. And it's not to say that I still didn't have some thoughts in the back of my head that I questioned my worth. I settled to, you know, on dates with guys that I shouldn't have gone on dates with, but I didn't let those go further than dates because I knew who I was finally. Hmm. So it was still like struggling with the flesh, but also thinking, no, no, no. I finally know where my worth lies. So I know that this is a red flag and I can walk away with where, as before I didn't walk away, even though the red flags were literally blindfolds at that point, because they were so close to my face, they were covering my eyes. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I have literally been there. And so let me ask, because I know I get messages about this all the time. And I feel like it's so different for each person in that relationship. Totally. But I actually, I got a DM from a girl the other day and she's like, I just don't know like when, when, when should you know if you should break up with someone? And I was about to type out like an answer. And then literally the Holy spirit convicted me. And all I typed back was, is, well, if you're asking yourself that question, that may be your answer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh shoot dog. Okay. And yeah. so let me ask you just to, to add on to that. When, what are some unhealthy things from the things that you have seen and experienced? What, what are some red flags of like, okay, this should not go any further. Yes, absolutely. So I kind of have this like little quiz almost in the book and um, there's some signs that kind of go along with it. Right. So there's, I would say there's two different kind of things that I gauge it's the behaviors of a boo-boo dude. Or if it's, if it's like really bad, I just say like, he's a straight up boo-boo dude. Like everything he's doing is toxic and manipulative and, and just, you need to get out. Um, but there's, you know, a little bit where it's like, well, he could improve, but you just need to give him space. Like y'all need to probably break up and let each other work through it and then see where it lands after that. But I would say this, you know, that person might be a boo-boo dude, but they're definitely a boo-boo dude. If it's, um, if, if he threatens you, if he tries to isolate you from your friends and family, if he tries to tell you what to wear, who to hang out with, or is generally controlling, um, if he denies unhealthy actions and acts like you're crazy for bringing them up hundred percent, you need to get out, get out. Um, or, you know, those phrases that are like, I'm the only one who can love you as much as I do, or you're the only one who will love me for the real me. No, goodbye. That's a red flag. Mm. Um, but then you have like, you know, he might be a boo-boo dude if he's disrespectful, in general to you or your family, maybe he's dishonest or sketchy about where he is, who he's with, um, about just what he's doing. Uh, maybe he frequently tries to control the situation, um, and maybe pressure you a little bit into doing things you don't want to do. All of those things are red flags, but even like the simple thing of, does he, uh, respect your, your, what is it? Um, decision to wait. 
mm-hmm. until marriage? Or does he like protect that? Like, does he just respect it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever you want. Or is that something that hit he wants too? Because that's really important to be, you know, running that race side by side, especially that specific race, mm-hmm. because it's so hard and so tricky to navigate. Um, so is he just respecting it or is he really protecting your boundaries and your wishes and that kind of thing? Girl, this is also good. I'm literally like learning so much from this. I'm like, Oh gosh, that was my past. Oh, 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 but you know what? You you just got to keep marching. And I'm so glad that I'm on the other side of, you know, the breakups, even though in the trenches, it is hard, hard, hard. Like it is hard, you know, like we've been there, but Mm -hmm. man, Oh, golly, I'm just so grateful because all things work together for those who are called according to the, the purposes of Christ Jesus for our good and for his glory, Romans 8, 28, you know? And so yep. I'm just so grateful that you are using your story for his glory. And so, man, the red flags, something else I read on, on your page that you posted recently was, you know, boo-boo dudes, there's also some boo-boo girls out there, like 100%. us chicas, like it goes both ways. And, and I feel like too, maybe this is just a thought in my brain in this very moment, but when you're in a relationship that's toxic and there are those toxic traits being thrown out on you, mm-hmm. does it just bring that out in the girl as well? Like, does that it, just start even making more of a mess? It can, it absolutely can. Um, it depends on the triggers of, you know, each person. And if that kind of thing sets the girl off, let's say, um, I'm trying to think. So in my specific relationship, which what was so crazy was that it was the first relationship I'd I'd ever fought in. Like I had never been in an argument with a boyfriend. I mean, maybe, I guess maybe like an argument maybe, but not fighting. Yeah. Like I was never like yelling where there was never any voices raised, anything like that. Um, until that toxic relationship. And, you know, I've heard it said that it's healthy to fight. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in it, I was trying to convince myself that that was true. So I was fighting back because I was like, this is healthy. This is passion. This means he cares. Well, let me tell you something. I'm now married for all. Um, I don't remember six, some six or something years, six, seven, eight. I don't know. I think we've been together for eight years or something like that. I don't know, but we've never fought like I did in that abusive relationship. We have argued, we have had disagreements. We have, um, you know, gotten short with each other, but we have never fought And it is the most healthy relationship because the Lord is at the center of it. The Lord is who, you know, steers our ship. And yeah, whenever you're in a boo-boo place and whenever the other person is, yeah, it's going to bring out the worst in both of you. And it's kind of like that unevenly yoked, right? If you're, if you're being pulled down, then you're obviously going to struggle and with your faith and it's going to struggle with your worth and your emotions and your actions and your character. Like all of those are just dominoes. Mm-hmm. They're going to start falling. Um, so yeah, it absolutely can just bring out the worst in you. And that's why making sure your identity is in the right place and in the hands of the God of the universe. That's why it's so important. And it's so hard to really grasp that, but 
my prayer is that young women will start to grasp it a little bit earlier to avoid some of the pitfalls that I experienced, some of the um, just extremely dangerous situations that I mm-hmm. was in in college. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I looked up and I was like, what the heck am I doing? Where am I kind of thing? Like, why am I here? How did I get here? How, where am I going? How do I get home? You know, that kind of stuff. So, um, I just, my prayer is that young women will read this and finally put their worth in the hands, the only hands that are worthy of holding it Mm -hmm. and their life can, you know, be a lot easier from that moment out. (laughs) No, truly. I know. I wish I knew a lot sooner too, but I'm just so grateful that we can have the opportunity to, to pour this out and what we've learned. And so I cannot wait to, to read all these chapters and you're right. Like it is the one that made us. That is the only one that can define us. And Mm -hmm. that is found in his word and no, no human can, can tell us our worth. Like truly. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm so yeah. grateful to now, to now know that, but for so long I was searching in a guy because I just didn't know. I mean, I, I thought that that would complete me. I genuinely did. But what it comes yeah. down to is me and my own brokenness didn't know who I was. And I thought someone else would tell me instead of the right. Lord guiding and directing me. And it has been the most amazing thing to fall in love with him and to truly let him be the one to love me. Cause I'm just out here dating Jesus. Like there ain't no dating <laughs> strategy for Georgia Brown. We just out here loving Jesus. And my prayer Ainsley has been, and it's kind of a hard thing that I once prayed and I'm, I'm really glad that I did, but the Lord, you know, he just takes what you pray and he runs with it. If you ask for patience, my gosh, he's going to just throw you into a bunch of situations where you just, you know, yes, I never asked for that for that exact reason. <laughs> Amen. You know how it be. I'm like, I don't want the test. Oh gosh, I know. And so when I prayed this, I prayed it very so innocently. And I know the Lord knew my heart. And so that's probably why he's definitely keeping me to this. But I said, Lord, oh Lord, just guard my heart and guard my eyes and guard the eyes of all my brothers out there. And may no eyes, guys, that made no sense. No Mm -hmm. eyes of all the guys be opened to me unless it's that one guy that needs to have their eyes open to me. So, you know, what comes with a lot of that is not getting asked out on dates, but praise the living God, you know, for the protection. And so I think we we've looked at all these boo-boo dudes as we're missing out. And that's why we need Mm -hmm. to get out there and date when really like there's protection in being rejected, you know? And so Absolutely. golly, now that you're married and you know, you're just having so much fun. You don't even know how many years you've been together. Yeah. Girl, yeah. Tell me some green yeah. flags. What is different about your husband, Justin? What, what was that like? How did y'all meet? Let's talk about some fun stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's such a funny story because he will say that he was a boo-boo dude before we met, but he was never that way towards me. So I disagree, but I mean, I also was like, I mean, if you say you are, then like, you know what it means. So like, okay, I believe you, but he truly never disrespected me. He never, uh, made me feel unsafe. Um, so let's talk about green flags and we can go through that. So green flags as you sense uh, mutual respect. Um, he cares about your feelings and isn't dismissive or annoyed when you're feeling something big you know, being open and, you know, a good listener there, if you need to talk is very good, a very, you know, green flag. 
Um, cause that's what you're going to have to do the rest of your life is just listen to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so good to feel like a team, you know, our marriage motto is teamwork makes the dream work because if one person on the team is struggling, the whole team is struggling. So neither one of us are winning. If we're in an argument, we're both losing because we're on the same team. Um, if he's kind and respectful to others, you know, um, Justin, like, I think he met my family like two weeks in, not necessarily intentional. It wasn't like, come meet my family, but it was like, I don't know. My family is just all, is very warm and welcoming. So we all just kind of, he came over and we just kind of hung out. Um, they loved him immediately. He was very kind, very warm to them. Um, and to strangers, you know, pay attention when you're at a restaurant, what are, how are they treating the people around you? How are they treating your server? How are they treating the hostess? Like, um, strangers at a gas station, whatever. I remember one of my guy friends, uh, I asked him, it was in college. It was like early in college. I remember I asked him to come get gas with me because it was at night and I didn't want to go by myself. And there was um, a homeless guy that came up to us asking for money or something like that. And I remember feeling so guilty because I was like, oh man, like I feel bad that this, I asked my friend to come help me. And now he's having to give money away and, you know, uh, all this stuff. And he gets back in the car and I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't mean for that to happen, whatever. And he was like, are you kidding me? I'm so glad I came with you or else I would not have gotten to meet that man and bless him. It was such a, such an honor to bless him tonight. And I was like, I'm sorry. Who are you? What? What? Like what? And just that perspective was so big and it was so, such a green flag. Um, that guy's such a, such a great guy. Um, so if another green flag is that you feel safe and seen and you can bring up hard things and navigate them together and apologies are really big. So, um, that is always a green flag. If someone knows how to apologize and you kind of mend that bridge and move forward, then that is huge, 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 huge. Um, and that's really what I found about Justin is we, we were so quick to resolve things and that's why there was no fighting because we both just wanted to resolve it. We weren't trying to prove like, I'm right. I'm right. It was very much like, no, we just want to hang out. You know, we just want to resolve. Mm-hmm. Peace. Whatever's the, the tension. Yeah. Which was so great. It was just, that was all the green flags. Now, I mean, he, he did have a little bit of resistance to like committing. And I remember being like, look, I don't waste my time. So mm-hmm. you're either, you're either my boyfriend or you're not. Cause you're not getting boyfriend benefits. If you're not actually dating me, come on, say it a little louder. <laughs> Let's go. And he honestly, like, I find that guys really like to be challenged. And he was like, respect, like, okay, let's do it then. Like, let's, (laughs) let's, let's date. And we just never stopped dating after that and got engaged, I think two years later. And then no, 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 got engaged a year later and married a year later, something like that. Yeah. And now you got a little girl, goldie girl. And oh, that's just amazing. What? What faithfulness, like the Lord has been so kind and it's so evident to Mm -hmm. see that you are so rooted in him. Like you just carry wild confidence. Like it's wild how confident (laughs) you are in him because you know what he has not only saved you from, but where he is taking you to, you know, it's just incredible. Yeah. I actually like, I think about that pretty often. I'm like, 
man, I know, I know where my identity is. I know that the God of the universe holds me. And it really is a wild confidence because it's so unbelievable because the high school version of me would have been like, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how do you know who you are so well? Um, boundaries, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just, I've created them and they're so healthy, yeah. you know, and I couldn't do anything without him. It's all rooted. It's all because my identity is rooted in him. Yeah. I, I, that's it. That is literally it. Period. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all him. And do you think that you would be where you are today without all of the boo-boo instances and all of that? Oh, that's a really great question. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And I think it took that one, you know, really very scary relationship where I literally thought he was going to kill me one day to understand the gravity of the father's love, the father's love for me. And that's why I can put so much confidence in it because I'm like, no, no, no. I don't think you understand what he saved me from, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I think that, yeah, I think that was so transformational for me that it, it, that was it. Yeah. I mean, that is why I am who I am today because mm-hmm. the Lord called me so close and he has been calling, he had been calling me that the whole time, but I finally, you know, took off my headphones and was able to hear Mm -hmm. and girl, he never once left. Never, Mm. never. I, I did, you know, I ran away. I covered my ears. I was just, and it wasn't even like intentional. I, I don't know how to explain that, but I was still going to church in my small group and everything. And like on the outside, I was really doing the things that you, you would think I would have my life together and my faith on track. But on the inside, I was a wreck. I was an absolute wreck. I was overcompensating for insecurities. Um, and man, yeah. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Girl, I relate. I relate. And it is so beautiful to just talk about this and bring it all into the light. And so to the to the girl who's listening right now that's struggling and like, oh, I'm in a relationship that I probably should get out of, or I don't know if this is healthy or not. I just keep defending him. And, you yes. know, people have said, you know, maybe I shouldn't be. And I just don't know. Because sometimes you're so close to the situation you cannot see. That was literally me. And it's so hard. But just invite people in that you trust. Take everything to yeah. the Lord in prayer. And while you're at it, and digging your head into the good old scriptures, go to where can we purchase this book? Yeah, <laughs> go to, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes and Noble. Uh, my website, ainsleybritton.com slash books, uh, any of those places. Well, perfect. <laughs> Come on. You got you a local Barnes and Noble or Amazon right to your front door or go to her yeah. website. Y'all seriously, this is a message that needs to be shared for such a time as this, because it is like we, we live in an age where we have access to everything at just like the touch of a, literally a couple seconds. Google says what I found a million searches for you in 0.0092 seconds. You know, yeah. it's, it's incredible, but we need to take the time to slow down and evaluate our own heart, our own soul, and know that we were made for more because we've been bought for better because of Jesus. And so, mm-hmm. oh girl, I could go on all day, That's but so I'm just good. so That's grateful so for you. You're incredible. You are incredible. Thank you so much. You're the best. 
we'll see you soon. Everybody, go get you a copy of Don't Date a Boo Boo Dude and make sure to leave Sweet Ainsley Girl a review whenever you <laughs> get you a book because I know those book reviews help. So until yes. we see you next time, don't forget, there is a song on your heart only you can sing. Your voice is important. Thanks, Ainsley. See ya. Bye. Friend, thank you so much for joining me and Ainsley in this conversation about don't date a boo-boo dude. I had a blast with her, if you cannot tell. She truly is the cool friend, the fun aunt, just that sister in the Lord that will tell you the truth in love. And I pray that you get your copy of Don't Date a Boo-Boo Dude. And I pray this conversation did give you a wild confidence to speak up, to take things to the Lord, to know you have a second chance with Him always, that He will never leave or forsake you. He loves you with an everlasting love. And oh, you were made for more because you were bought for better. Oh, yes, he is just so good. So yes, I hope you had a great time today. I sure did. And I will see you next Friday. I love you very, very much. And go snag you a copy of Don't Date a Boo Boo Dude. Bye. <laughs>